0: I keep having to scribble out the start time because I think we're going to be there and then we're not there. It's really messing up my notes. And then go. You're the host. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs)
1: What
2: was that? That was a really big sigh over (laughs) start time. Do you need us to buy you another pen and notebook? Because I (laughs) know you're taking this longhand. You are not typing it. Just start a new page, Bobby.
3: Hey, 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 have a Worthers.
4: Calm down. <laughs>
1: Calm yourself.
2: Did you take your Metamucil today?
4: What are you, Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> <laughs> Shuffling papes over there?
0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your weekly, sometimes twice-weekly podcast by fans of the podcast Too Beautiful to Live. Coming to you from my office very late on a Thursday night in the bright neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts, I am Bobby Pape. And joining me from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike the Jail Dude Frizzell. Good evening, Mike. Good evening, Bobby. And in the North Rosedale Park neighborhood of Detroit, Michigan, in home sweet money pit studios, it's Meredith Van Harv Varv, Harv Van Harve Meredith.
3: That's Good me. Good evening, Meredith. Hi.
0: And in Lynwood, Washington, in Necco Wafer Studios, it's the nice lady Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hello. And in New Brighton, Minnesota, in these ticka Butter Studios, it's Anne. Don't at me, Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. <laughs>
5: Good evening bobby i'm very distressed that we didn't take the time to f- figure out our
0: Google animals tonight because they're really <laughs> good ones that's because we took our time figuring out everything else.
5: I just want to say someone is anonymous blobfish someone is anonymous ibex someone's anonymous penguin, and someone is anonymous sheep do i'm do the
3: blobfish. Why do I always get the worst one
0: <laughs> i'm the anonymous ibex because that's the How one can i don't you know see? what you are. blobfish the one you don't see. Well- Is the one
2: circles up on the top of the. Okay, so I see a a ibex, a blobfish, and a Uh sheep. So you're a penguin. penguin. Yes, that's a good one.
3: Mike's just not in the show sheet, I guess then.
2: (laughs) Of
0: course not. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm the ibex. No, I'm the ibex because I've got the (laughs) feet off.
2: To no. see the ibex if you
0: were i'm getting no, mike no must love be the tonight.
3: sheep <laughs> yeah the you sheep. must be the I'm sheep no lo- like, do you see the sheep mike
4: this is fascinating oh, yeah. radio for no so that's me <laughs> okay so you're the sheep
5: oh thank god we got that sorted out yeah yeah
4: google drive just thinks meredith sh- meredith should just just go home <laughs> weigh on, 20 less pounds, yeah get on the scale come back and get <laughs> on google drive stop being such a <laughs> disgusting
3: <laughs> blobby creature was it what
4: was it a corpulent
3: manatee last time, huh?
4: Great. <laughs> right. Now I'm a blobfish. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it.
0: yeah. Well, that's that's, yeah, that's repetitive too. We're gonna do some LRB business, followed by some final Friday roundup on this final Friday uh, edition of the show, including and having a beef, a mailbag, an AMA question, and some picnic planning with a question mark. We'll see if we get there followed by some housekeeping and how to get involved with the show. Uh, and actually, I have business marked here, but I don't think we actually have any business, do we? I
1: don't
0: think so. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> Let's jump on the I mean, the this f- is final. all kind of business, We right? should have discussed well, that ahead of time, I guess. We discussed everything else ahead of time. We ran out <laughs> of time. Final Friday roundup. Uh, before we get to the mailbag, Anne has a beef. And I, I can't into it beef. more than that because I have no idea what it is.
5: Well, not to bring it back to something slightly more serious after we got all silly about our Google animals, but I have a beef with something that Mike said on the last (laughs) recap. Um, And it took me a while because it caught me off guard. I was not expecting it, and so I needed to think about it a little bit, and now I would like to address it, if I may. We were talking about the story Luke told about going to the vegan restaurant and the boomer who didn't realize that cream wasn't vegan and wanted to know what kind of fish they served and all of that. And Mike, you said that you thought we went too hard on Luke. You said that you felt that you had set a tone that allowed us to dump on Luke a lot. And I guess when I I feel
4: overall, yes, I have.
5: When I think about it, I am somewhat offended that you would think that I need your permission or to follow your lead to crap on Luke, because I most (laughs) definitely do not. And moreover, I don't even think we really were. I think, Meredith, you even specifically mentioned that he was showing more self-awareness than he has in the past and that it was a good sign. And And there were a couple of throw your phones that were... Really funny, and I didn't think we were especially critical at all. I thought we had a good discussion. And they were comparing that, that guy to Luke,
3: and, and that was, I thought that was pretty funny.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I, it was, it was funny, and I told Emily about it, and she, she thought it was funny too. But I, I think, and what I was talking about was not particularly our show. Um, you mean, I, I mean, you guys. You know, I mean we're all tough on Luke, but I feel like <clears throat> um, Christy to some extent and me to a larger extent created this environment from day one where you know, we went pretty hard at at the guys. And sometimes I feel bad badly about i'm oh, sorry, bad about that because uh because instances will come up where I'm like, I, I have no problem with what he did or, or said and and i'll feel like well it's it's my fault that all this stuff is out there um you know i i just i guess i was just getting in my head a little bit like jeremy has gotten about <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we can't even talk about this we can't even talk about this <laughs> um i uh, i feel like we we created this this thing that um that a lot of people see as um, toxic to the guys to the point where they think it's toxic to them you know they actively hide from us and and don't talk about us unless someone pays them to so <laughs> you know I I guess I was just feeling a little guilty and I I don't I'm you know say say what you want about Luke w- whenever you want I mean I don't care it's it's your opinion and it's probably right but just in this particular case I just felt like he didn't do anything wrong, and everyone kind of jumped on him about that. And I don't know. I oh, feel yeah. like I should defend him when it's when I feel it.
5: But we didn't say that he did anything wrong.
4: No, y'all didn't. It, uh, this mostly came from the throw your phones. Yeah, but that was it, I wasn't talking about y'all in, in, the, in that particular case. Uh, it was funny. I told you it was funny, <laughs> but it's still... I don't think it was very... <laughs> true or justified. And in fact, I probably wouldn't make fun of him in person for it because I'd I'd be like, "Yeah, that guy. That guy was something else," you know? I've probably been that guy, you know. I am that guy. Like I said, I have a lot of free time. I can ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. in a restaurant if, if I want. Well, anyway, I, Anna, I I'm sorry. Anyway.
5: I I mean I don't know. My therapist has said to me I I say something Every once in a while. And she'll say, mm-hmm. sounds, don't you think that's a little grandiose of you? And I'm like, ooh, that hurts. But I think what I'm saying here is, don't you think maybe that's a little grandiose of you? <laughs> to think that you're setting the tone for how everybody else expresses themselves it, about Luke? It, it,
4: w- it would be if we hadn't created this show. You know, if, if Christy and I uh, hadn't created this show, it would it would feel grandiose. But the fact is, this show exists and it hurts people's feelings and i feel badly about that sometimes i feel bad about that sometimes i got to <laughs> stop saying that uh-huh. um and i felt bad about it in that case even though it was funny i felt bad about it cuz i was like ah, i hope luke, this doesn't get back to luke because it's not it's not legit criticism i didn't think oh know? i thought it was it's funny and and if you'd said that about me i would have thought it was funny but I'm not offended by the stuff you guys say about me. They are. Well, offended by the stuff that we and 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 our listeners say about them.
5: But there's also a difference between intent and reception, too. I don't deny that I can be tough in my criticism, but I don't think I've ever said anything that wasn't true, and I don't think I've ever said anything that was unfair. Maybe it's something that you wouldn't want to necessarily Mm -hmm. tell them because it might hurt their feelings because it's true. So I don't feel like anything that I've said is without merit. I mean, maybe we get a little hopped up for the recording.
4: I don't feel like... (sighs) Yeah. And nobody gets more angry than me sometimes about certain things, especially that... Well, no, actually things that they both do. But um I you know, I certainly didn't it wasn't aimed at, at you or or the people on our show in particular in that case, it was it was the throw your phones. I just I just felt like they were coming in fast and furious and I was I was thinking, Yeah, this is funny, but I mean it's I mean we would all tell the same story that he was telling. We would all tell it. To our mm. friends. So to make fun of him for it seemed a little bit mean, but there was a point, and the point was that yeah, Luke, Luke is a little bit that guy, but he's not he's not totally that guy because yeah. he knows when he's in a vegan restaurant.
5: <laughs> well, give him twenty years, and we'll see how well he does.
4: I'm sure. Okay but I don't know if that quashes the beef But
5: <laughs> well you say you don't want to hurt people's feelings and I understand that I don't think any of us want to hurt anybody's feelings but also that people take their own interpretations from things Luke and Andrew feel in a way about this podcast uh, that is not based on reality and I can't control that
4: but it definitely makes me want to sometimes not want to do it anymore because who wants to do something that's hurting people's feelings? You know, if if there are people you know, like I, I have no problem talking shit about someone I don't know who will never hear about it. But, you know, these thin-skinned guys are like, you know, someone will feed them the information if we're running them down real hard. And it just makes me, makes me feel weird because it puts a strain on my relationship. I feel like I'd have a better relationship with those guys if I weren't doing the show at this point.
5: Ah, that's um, interesting.
4: Not that my relationship with those guys is so important to me. But but it is something, and it and I and I do feel a little badly that I helped create this thing that that gives them bad feelings.
5: Well, now I'm starting to understand as where you're
4: coming as from. As grandiose as that might be, it's the fucking truth.
5: Well, I can appreciate that, I guess.
4: Well, I'm glad we had this talk.
5: <laughs> Does anybody else want to chime but in? No,
4: nothing, nothing. Anybody did was out of line. Nothing any of y'all or the listeners did was out of line at all. I just, sometimes I have, I have creator's guilt, you know, I, I've created few things in my life and, and one of them happens to make the people who it's about feel bad. And that sucks. Am I right, Jeremy? Sorry to bring him into it, mm-hmm. but.
5: Yeah, don't drag Jeremy into I this. know he
4: thinks
0: it sucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, can we get? To, do you want to start the show now? But you know, I, I don't want to make people sad. <laughs> Put
4: me on like a five-minute delay again. Why do you think, well, don't think that a, would
5: get so serious? I mean, we make yeah. a lot of
4: people feel good and happy because we're still, we're we're still working. We, I mean, we still actively work on having a community, and we do a lot of good things. We do a lot. We do a lot more with and for people. Than TBTL actually does anymore. Let's face it. Um, but sometimes I don't feel like doing it just because it's hurting people's feelings, and if it's hurting a few people's feelings, even if it makes a hundred people feel good or two hundred people or whatever, whatever the number is, you know, it's a it's a price that I think about.
5: I think more than any of us, you're caught in that space between a fan relationship and a personal relationship. I think that as a product, TBTL is deserving of criticism and worth talking about and that this is entirely legitimate and their personal mm-hmm. feelings about what we do is not important. But for you who can say that they're their legitimate friend, I can see how that might get a little bit tough. And I am not their legitimate friend, and I have given up yeah, I'm not, any I'm idea not saying of it's... ever being that, so it doesn't bother me
1: <laughs> yeah
4: I'm not saying it dominates my my thoughts, but um ever since i don't know it was a few months ago when something went down and ever since then whenever whenever you know whenever we're going after Luke, I think a lot more about it, and I think is this legit. Do I want to participate in this, um, and how hard do I want to go at it? And that sucks. I don't want to think about that stuff, but you know, it. It, and, and I'm not asking anyone to feel sorry for me. It's just the space that I'm in, and and I have to negotiate the best I can. And and uh, and I and I'm I'm sorry if I got a little sensitive about it last week. And so what and, would uh, you know? What would be a I'm good? Glad you gave me a chance to explain myself.
5: Yeah, what would be a good way to go forward? Then, do you think?
4: Mm. if I had it I'd be trying to execute it you know I don't Mm. have it Mm -hmm. the good way forward to me is just to to keep hanging out with you guys because that's what I love to do and and just be a little more careful about the stuff that I say and how hyperbolic I get about you know my criticism someone doesn't want to eat a piece of cheese that's fine (laughs)
5: All the more cheese for you. Yeah.
0: And here everyone thinks we're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong about that. <laughs> I think we should keep moving because we have urgent mailbag pile up to get to. Indeed. Not to say All that this I- conversation wasn't valid.
5: Sure. All I really wanted to say was that I get to own being a bitch. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> you got to hit it with your tagline, Anne.
5: What's my tagline?
0: Don't at me. Don't oh, at that's me. true. Beat you to it. <laughs> no, you Please do at Mike. I like the tagline that's not
4: even possible. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> that's the best part. Let's get through yeah. two months of mailbag.
5: <laughs> all right. Oof. Uh, this should be as interesting.
0: Lo- as long as we're keeping things really serious, I'll go first. Uh, all the way back from March 27th from listener Noah, who writes, Boston is Beantown, not, not, not the Bean City. To which I'll say That's- two things. One, it was a joke. I know he was saying the Bean City as a joke. Like Bay City. Two, don't call it Bean Town either. That's really painful.
2: <laughs> I think no. Bean City is Chicago. I right? think it gets worse. Yeah, why is it called Bean Town? I
4: it mean, is, why shouldn't we call it Bean Town?
5: Because they're they all full of shit. <laughs> well, that's they're a good reason.
0: Yeah. Oh, oof. Wow. Boston hatred. Aggression. I don't know. Call, <laughs> Never even Boston, been there. Calling oh, Boston Bean Town. We're
4: anti-Boston tonight because. <laughs> Dave
0: kept Hillary off the show. <laughs> as is his right as her husband. Um what? That is a t- that's a joke. We still do make jokes on the show, no matter what the last fifteen minutes but He said you. she
4: was too critical of uh
0: Luke, so she couldn't <laughs> she couldn't be on the show anymore. That's now, calling Boston Beantown is, is the fish throwing at Pike Place Market that is Seattle. Ugh. That's all. That's... No, it's
4: like it's like calling it the Emerald City when you welcome your guests, you know? No, don't do it.
0: Don't do it. Uh Mike, you were given green. You're up next.
4: All right. This one's from uh our favorite listener, Ellen. In case this hasn't already been said, I'm a little surprised Andrew found it so hard to listen to the newscaster Slangfest on Thursday show. It's basically just Luke over the last five years. That's pretty conservative, (laughs) Ellen. Five years? He's been dealing way too young slang for a long time.
5: Every Kanye lyric he's quoted. He's 43 Mm -hmm. now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrew broke his own rule. I will say that he did it... uh, earlier this week or maybe last week um he used the term steez oh um, i hate it should term. have been a giant like
1: yeah
5: like, i remember that now that you tra- say it. trap
4: door a uh, trap door on him as soon as he... <laughs> yep stood out like a sore thumb Mom was like come on come on correct yourself come on come on and he never did where was steez in 2001 I don't think Andrew was saying it.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll I'll go next. This one's from listener Anne. This is back in early April, and uh, Anne starts. Buckle up, number one. <laughs> 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 this is a numbered list. Uh, number one, hugging my phone. Is this
4: is this at? Don't at me, Anne, or is this an Anne different Anne?
3: I'm. I think an this eyeliner. is a different Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hugging my phone. Luke's laugh is filled with so much genuine delight lately. It's just great. Hey, look, some positivity towards Luke. Mm -hmm. This is great. April 3rd. April 3rd. We got one. All right. Uh, number two, segment idea should have been show titles, missed opportunities here. Don't usually make my throw my phone, but I do yell at them a lot. Usually while driving. Number three, uh, Meredith has a theme song slash walk up music now, right? I don't. I don't, but I've what? been thinking about this. I, this was from a while ago. I don't. I barely remember why we were talking about this, but um, the the new Lizzo album came out a couple weeks ago, and the song "Like a Girl" is maybe my favorite song that I've ever heard in my life. So, if if I had to choose right now, that's what it would be. So, I just wanted to give a little update on that.
1: Nice. Um,
3: And number four, Ludacris Llama Llama Red Pajama Freestyle, just because it's a thing everyone should watch a few times a year for general happiness. Today is the day I remind you to do that. (laughs) And then she includes the YouTube link. And I watched I'd never seen this before. It's wonderful. Um, So maybe if Bobby remembers, he can put the link to that in the show notes (laughs) because it really is. It's great. I love Ludacris, and I love everything that he does. I think he's really entertaining, and I think he's a good actor. He was on SVU, and he was really fabulous. So I'm a big (laughs) fan of him. (laughs) I see. I see. Well, he played a really amazing character. Um, And then Anne's got another one just to follow up. This is a separate throw your phone. Case in point, how was 2870, show number 2870, not called Practical Waffles? Question mark, question mark. I don't remember what that's in reference to, but I like that name.
0: Whatever it's in reference to. Oh, uh, Post's plan to start selling chicken and waffle flavored cereal.
3: Ew, right. Is
0: in the show description for that day. Okay. 2870 was named nope. Mother of Lawyers. Nope.
1: Hmm.
2: She's right. Practical Waffles. Yeah, Way much yeah. better.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we can name this show Practical
0: Waffles. You know what waffles. Chicken and Waffles has mm-hmm. always been
4: missing? Is sitting in a giant bowl of milk. That Ew. that would be yeah, just... Yeah, that
1: would really <laughs> help you know, it.
4: Fucking worst brunch you've ever... <laughs>
0: That's an impractical waffle.
3: That's a soggy waffle. <laughs> ugh, ugh. Blue waffle.
0: We're not naming the show any of those things. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Please.
0: <laughs> and
5: All right. Heather had a great one. This is going a ways back. Uh, this was from when Luke was hiking up Mount Constitution in the waist deep snow. And he went to the clothing optional hot spring. Um, And then shortly after that, oh, wasn't there a – I don't forget. Oh, there was an email from uh, somebody who had been in the uh, clothing-free natural hot tub and then, like, the group of Boy Scouts or high school students came hiking by and decided to have their lunch lunch there. Yeah, so this is related to that. Heather says, I've seen Luke a few times, but I'm way too shy and awkward to initiate any conversation. I just realized what's going to happen. Given my luck, I'm going to run into Luke at a forested hot springs. Me naked, him clothed, and then I'm never going to be able to go to any TBTL events again. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs>
1: that's you're yeah. Gonna, I'm sorry correct. Remember's everybody's name, right? Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> God damn it.
0: I was just thinking, um, I don't know if this is a pop quiz we want to take or not, but I'll just take it for myself. I think given the opportunity to go to a, a forested hot springs that's clothing optional, I, I think I'd go for it. I, I don't care. I have no shame. Uh, I'm only punishing other people, not myself, if I take all my clothes <laughs> off in public. So <laughs> I think I'd be game. When we were in uh, Keep Maui... Keep the vest we... on, though. Keep the vest on. <laughs> <laughs> just... Nothing but a vest. It's just like college all over again. Um Nothing but that vest. Uh, when we were in Maui, we did not go to the Saturday night clothing optional drum circle that a certain pilot friend of ours likes to tell us about when he's on Maui <laughs> on Saturday nights.
5: <laughs> no, no, no. You got to keep mm-hmm. things tucked away at the drum circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? There's,
0: there's a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of injury issues
5: mm-hmm. um, to participate in your informal poll Bobby no way no how would I ever get naked in public I don't even go in my bathing suit in public it's not happening I think I would go but I would stay closed if it was optional meaning
3: that clothing is an option then sure
5: mm-hmm. yeah oh so yeah then- I'd sit on the bench and eat my lunch watch everybody <laughs> else that's fine <laughs>
3: with your throbbing purple oh wait
4: <laughs>
5: mm. Gross.
4: Mm. one we- of the lines in uh in that uh my dad wrote a porno mm. uh tv show mm-hmm. that they they um they kind of skipped by that i wish they'd talked about was they said that uh, uh someone stuck their throbbing tongue into someone else's <laughs> mouth I, I thought there are a lot of there are a lot of conditions for your tongue, you know, that could could be you know things that you can do with your tongue during a a uh, an intimate session. But throbbing, need, that's something you need You've to get go attention to the for. Yeah. Please don't touch me with you your have throbbing. some tongue. sort of infection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need you need to be at the emergency. That's room. just
3: as perplexing as all the cervix talk, in my
5: opinion. Yes. Well, there are any number of things. Yeah. In, in throbbing, no. Those books that could occur only with picasso people you know i'm just like but people's arms aren't that long yeah they're
3: anatomically incorrect what yeah
4: no oh when when they took the two ladies up there to try to reenact what was happening in the book they just flat out could not could not physically do it they could not
0: get into position to do what was being described I think nudity actually carries well into the next email. This is from still in early April from listener Amy. Amy writes, I am 33. We don't have curtains. I literally threw out the ones my mother-in-law gave my husband five years before we met. But I do have a weaving pattern for some. I, too, may someday be an adult like Hill Dog once I weave the curtains.
2: You're an adult and a grandma at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my mom weaves curtains.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't remember this what was this was about. To, I
5: yeah,
4: this but was a reference to
5: Hillary getting curtains. Oh, okay. Because
3: I have, I like curtain. I I need curtains because yeah. I can't sleep if there's even a an one iota of light coming through my bedroom window. So I have I have big old plantation shutters and I have blackout curtains. I think her
2: mom bought her some curtains for her half birthday.
3: Do you have a sleep
0: mask as well?
3: I do, but it never stays on. It's a nightmare.
0: So yeah, oh, really? bir- birthday curtains. That sounds about right mm-hmm. for Hillary. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I just wonder, what's the situation over there,
4: Amy? Is, is it free looks from outside? Is Maybe
3: it... it's just blinds, Mike.
4: I mean, I know you're busy, but... Oh, okay. Okay, well, she didn't say that, so...
0: It's college. Um, Just
1: got a couple right, so
4: of bed Bob sheets room. pinned up. A tie dye wall uh, hanging. Some yeah. some yeah. newspaper or some foil across the <laughs> window. Howling wolf tapestry. Uh, Bob Stein writes in and says, Let me suggest some names for your new segment. Stein LRB explains it all to Bob. Uh Medium Band Splanen. That's a good reference to an old joke. Old man Steinsplanin. Use any or none. My gift to you while you're at it, you can explain the following to me, not necessarily in order. Texting, I can't believe he doesn't text, that's crazy. Um, The internet, fire tweets, and Sean Hannity. Uh, And thanks, Hillary, for those podcast recs when I get done with the 6,000 podcasts I listen to now. I'll check them out. Your favorite old man listener, Bob Stein. It's always nice to know there's someone older than me out there (laughs) listening. Thanks, Bob. Much appreciated. And that you can be older than me and still here. so
5: We can help you out with the texting, the internet, the fire tweets, Bob. But Sean Hannity, I got nothing.
0: I know that Bob Stein texts because I have texted with Bob Stein. I think once. And Not maybe it was correct. next and done his yes. part. a picture of his butt? Mm, I hope so. Yeah. It was just a string of characters. All right. Okay, I think we're...
4: I think we're moving on to Australia now. Um, Hugging my phone. This is from Scott. uh, Hugging my phone, listening to your most recent recap. Having backpacked and traveled in both New England and Australia many years ago, the bus trip from Adelaide to Ayers Rock was a multi-day trek. The three-hour layover in Coober Pedy, uh, famous Opal Mine place, was in the middle of the night, and that was the highlight of the trip. The middle of Australia is... All caps, empty, excited Mark. I went to a wedding in New Mexico two years later, and the American desert was freaking lush by comparison. Even if they figure out they need to take two jerry cans of gas with them, I need to make a note to revisit the gas situation (laughs) on this. Um, Maybe we'll do it on the weekend. This this isn't the right place. Um, The show will be the two of of them reenacting the scene from Finding Nemo, where Marlin and Dory are alone in the middle of freaking nowhere. Double excited, Mark. Drive the coast. Compare fish and chips in the different cities. Learn how to tell an Aussie is taking the piss out of you. Hint. His lips are moving. Find out where the best bungee jumping is. Swim over the Great Barrier Reef. There is so much to do on the coast. I, Anyway, just so we're clear, LRB has become my favorite podcast. It's fine. Trademark. Aww. Uh, sideways grin. Um... <coughs> You know why LRB has become your favorite <laughs> podcast, Scott? We're better. We do a better show than they do. It's it's not as time consuming. It's it's funnier. It's more succinct. We do more prep, and when we're within, um, two thousand miles of of, uh, of a listener, uh, we, we might make an effort to to come shake your hand and say hello. We might.
5: Yeah, they're you, not going to do that. You so. continually get mad when you find out about tens in Austin that you don't know.
4: <laughs> oh, it's crazy!
3: I know there's it's a couple of listeners in Detroit that I don't know, and that makes me very upset. There's one who lives not too far from me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call him out. Yeah, but, screw them. Come no, on. not screw them. I don't know if they listen to this show. I know they listen to TBTL, Sure's but like, come on. <laughs> I know. Drive past their house, Mary. At it me, bro. Stucking. Like for real. Do at me. Slowly yep. and repeatedly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That goes over well in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Get
2: out and take pictures. Like
1: did oh. the listener do that at Luke's house? People <laughs>
5: love that. That's on next door every day. Mm-hmm. I got a letter in the mail. From like, I don't know, Friends of New Brighton or something it said. And it was a flyer inviting me to join the New Brighton next door neighborhood. They were like, so we can be connected, talk about, you know, lost pets, those dang kids, suspicious Stole things happening in the neighborhood. And I was like, Planes nope. flying over. Was that gunshots or was
2: that fireworks? Not mm. interested. Ours is now filled with, what's that plane overhead? Uh, the fucking airport down the street just opened. I don't know. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry for my potty mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. And, uh, I was going to open the show with a bit where I was going to read local news stories from everybody's, like, locality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I lost my steam about halfway through because Meredith lives in Detroit, so the local <laughs> small town news is not... <laughs> But I did find an article in thelilynews.com. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Irondale High School's Nightcrawler robotics team took third place at the state tournament hosted by Minnesota State High School League on May 18th. Uh, I only really liked this story because the headline is simply, input another trophy.
5: (laughs) The crime reports in that newspaper are the best
0: i can only imagine
3: what'd you find for detroit or did you just not even try
0: uh i what i found for detroit was super soaked in metro detroit it's rained 23 days in may sure has (laughs) wow i just like that detroit was super soaked yep um uh limwood by the way May 31st is the deadline to enter the Linwood Big Hair Contest. It's actually the Big Hair and Blue Eyeshadow Contest, courtesy of Almost it's Live. Hilarious.
2: It's There's a woman running for mayor, I think. She's running for some office. And that was the joke. Mike probably remembers that from Almost Live. Called Linwood, like, it was like the place of big hair. And that was their Blue joke. Eyeshadow. Like, coconut and all this stuff. Yeah. So she's running for mayor with her picture from high school. And is having people submit their photos and they're putting mm-hmm. them up all over town. It's hilarious.
0: Uh, Shannon Sessions. They would pull
4: people over on Mercer Island, you know, because their hair was too large and they're saying, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They'd measure uh, it. Are yeah. you from uh, Linwood by any chance?
0: <laughs> yep. They'd measure it, get out of the tape measures, it. yep, yep, Linwood. <laughs> Mike, the only news I could find about Manchak is that um, uh, a new highway opened and there was a Jubilee. Dude, <laughs> if you do anything.
2: Mm-hmm. You're going to have to sell and buy a new house again. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should take us to Lister, Bruce. No, I know.
5: All right, let's go to Bruce's comment, which is one of my favorite throw your phones. Out of the 109 or whatever we have on file for this period, this was in reference to garbage talk. Uh, Luke comments on Monday's show that Mondays seem like a strange day for garbage day pickup. I think he's suggesting there will be more or less garbage to pick up based on the day of the week. But Luke, the day of the week anyone's garbage gets picked up is seven days from the last time it got picked (laughs) up.
1: My,
3: Face mine's on on mondays too and i was a per- i felt personally attacked by that
5: <laughs> i mean all that garbage from the weekend it's Meredith. great how it's do you perfect. ever manage? it means
3: that i have to i i can put it out on sunday night and i don't have to add it to one of my my week my workday tasks
2: it's great but do, can i um side with luke for a second it is dumb because there's a lot of holidays that fall on Mondays. No. so what and that means you have to like move it to Tuesday. they all get or moved move it to friday They get moved no matter what. It doesn't matter what day it's on.
3: Mine's on Tuesday. It's never gotten moved. Oh, mine does. If there's a holiday on a Thursday, it gets
0: pushed.
5: Hmm. Yep.
3: Ladies.
0: Mine's on Tuesday and
5: they get pushed to Wednesday this week. Would you
0: please all stop talking over Mike? No. (laughs) Oh.
5: Let's wait till he says something interesting. As long as they're
0: talking (laughs) garbage, I'm cool. (laughs) I think they're talking trash.
3: (laughs) I like my garbage day. Of Monday, certainly are. It's also a recycle day and a bulk pickup day. Now they combined it all into one day, and it's great. Ooh. Nice,
0: I know. Fancy Detroit. You
2: get used to what's what you have, right? Hmm.
0: Uh, Meredith, you're up next.
3: All right. This is from listener Catherine. This is when Luke was scrambling to get his passport, and he was talking some major smack about the lady who worked at the passport office and was seemingly giving him a hard time. And Catherine says, the passport office woman who appeared last week and again on Tuesday and the female bartender from last week, both walk the line of quote, smile more and be nicer. Unquote. Luke's recounting could be completely true, but he was so vehement and his story was so one-sided. I started to feel defensive of these workers. They're doing their job, which probably isn't meant to make you feel warm fuzzies. We got a lot of throw your phones on this topic and they all kind of felt Mm -hmm. the same. Um, And I I think we did too. And I'm trying to be sensitive to not be too critical of Luke here, but like it was pretty yucky. He, He, he said a lot of stuff about these women that he probably wouldn't have said about, a mail worker um, because they weren't falling for his charms and they weren't you know bending the rules for him and it was irritating him
5: I agree uh-huh.
3: and I think we covered that pretty well in a, a a few recaps ago but it's it was worth mentioning again
0: that episode also reminded me to renew my passport which Good. I just checked on online uh-huh. while you were talking and it is being processed I haven't had to talk Perfect. to a single human about it yet
3: Good. Um, I've got the next one as well from listener Justina, and I I picked this one just because I like the sharpshoots. <laughs> Justina says, "Uh huh." <laughs> Again, Mr. Tumnus is a fawn. The fawn in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is Mr. Tumnus, and it's not Edward; it's Edmund. Turkish delight, anyone? This was wonderful, and uh. I I had the same thing like. I totally get their um, take on Turkish delight. The books make it sound so great. And the first time I had it, I was like, this is like perfume flavored goo. This is disgusting. (laughs) It's not good.
5: I mean, it's related to applets and cutlets, which is also not good. Nope. No, but Luke gets that wrong every time he gets the Mr. Tumnus Yep, stuff wrong, and he gets the Edward Edmund yeah. thing wrong. Every I'm surprised time. he doesn't in call him that way, Tumgus. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a very different book if it yeah, wasn't sure
0: <laughs> I wish Tumgus was a hockey mascot. I'd like to see Tumgus on skates.
3: Oh, that'd be good. You just want like to the see flyers one? gritty. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, not go up against. That would be a love fest. I think they'd have a very symbiotic relationship because I get the feeling that Gritty gets his snack on. Oh, I'd um, watch him fight. talking <laughs> like you. a true hockey fan. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's half the fun.
0: Uh, another Justina email. Time for On the Media. First, am I the only one who tags the ending of Andrew's Sherry's Berries Barry, ad? He says, Happy Smother. He says, happy Mother's Day to everyone, and I add, involved. Second, I wish Luke had re-recorded the Everlane ad where he says, quote, Andrew and I am. We all flub our grammar <laughs> in everyday speech, and it's usually easy to just roll with it, but since the ad is running on repeat, I may just say, "arg." I think that was meant to be more of a frustration and less of a pirate. But that's the way I read it. I'm not editing it. <laughs> Arr, Arr. And finally, Bobby, have you listened to Decomposed? And would you recommend? And I think we talked about this on a recap. but I have not listened to Decomposed. And the ads running for it actually make me want to listen to it less. Mm-hmm. Me too. So.
5: I mean, I, I think it's a pretty bad title. It's the It's the title I, that I don't I, like. I, yeah. Right. I know what they're going for and where the pun is, but I don't think it's very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little forced. It's a shame that APM doesn't have a crack editor to fix these things. Yeah, really. Mm. Uh, Christy, it looks like you have a block of emails all uh, assigned back to back. That's
2: for you. me. Yeah, they kind of all work together, I guess. Um, so this one. Is from May 13th. Tyler. Good Lord. Just when they're going to, just before they're going to spend a week asking us to support the show financially, Andrew decides to open the week's programming, reading jokes from a popsicle stick. Has this (laughs) month's Reader's (laughs) Digest just not arrived yet? Also, Luke doesn't know how to eat twin pops. Okay. Did we discuss this on the show of whether you break it or not?
5: Was this in the Lost so? Recap?
3: I, I can't think remember. It, was in. it might have been.
0: In the I, don't remember.
3: Recap. I don't remember it.
2: I yes. think it was.
5: I think you we had the, the discussion bond. and it is lost,
2: lost of time. But okay, of course, so just everyone yes. go around. Yes, you break it, right? Yes. You break it. What kind yes. of psycho eats both at the same time?
0: Wait, Mike, do you have a weigh in on this? Because I want to see if we can be unanimous on something for once.
4: Uh, I, I think I used to kind of eat the tops off of both and then break it. You know what I mean? I would eat the top off the whole thing and then, and then break it. That's wrong.
2: You have to break it off in the package.
4: Just made it easier to break. Oh no, 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 no. no. I'm not sharing. Why am I breaking it off in the package? So then you have two. Popsicles are kind of dumb anyway. I never liked them.
5: What? It's the best part of getting injured. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: The only good part. Is that a cold take?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I mean when I was popsicles not for me. When I was maybe eleven and my brother Carl was six, he did this thing where we were we shared a bedroom and he like ran and leapt on top of me lying on the bed and I put my hands up and self-defense, and my finger went into his eye. Whatever. <laughs> it's an accident. And they had to take him to the hospital, and he's, his cornea was crushed, and he got an, an eye patch, but you uh, want to know what? He got ice cream. but I did not get any ice cream. Uh, and that is a wound that I will carry
4: to my grave.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> ice cream's different, though. Ice cream's real. It's good.
1: I, I mean, it's, popsicles
5: popsicles. it's another branch of the tree <laughs> That's a of the cold treat. Popsicles have their, their time cold and treat place.
1: That you yeah.
5: Get. yeah, yeah. When
2: when you have an injury, you need yeah. a cold treat. <laughs> you maybe have a sore throat. It,
4: maybe an otter pop, maybe a yes. flavor ice, but popsicles aren't wrong. They're not I've, worth the trouble.
2: I've had a sinus infection this week, and popsicles have saved me oh Ooh. you know what i should try that
3: i still have these i still have like a it looks like i got punched in the face twice by my allergies this week mm-hmm. so i've got like shiners under my eyes it's from my allergies and i don't know actually how a popsicle would help but i'm gonna try
2: no you have to yeah i know you break it off you eat one and you put the other <gasps> one on your eye good idea
3: yes and we'll calm down the and swelling then eat it yep right yes
2: Okay,
4: next one. And then wake up later with ants all over your face.
2: <laughs> oh. No, she she just lays it there until the first one is done, and then she eats the second one.
1: Okay. I, I have it written down. I'll show you. <laughs> you know, Lime flavored popsicle.
2: Okay. On her face. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Um, May fourteenth from Lauren. Luke well but to me there's Not having insurance at all and then there's I have insurance but it's being Weird right now Ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> Then another one Comes in I, I have a sustaining membership to TBTL but it's being weird right now The tens <laughs> I think we're all Feeling that this week <laughs> Okay, and uh, this might be my last one. Um, this one is um, also the same day from Anne. I swear, I'm trying. I'm not trying to hate listen to the show, but did Luke just call tech support without first rebooting and then expect an off-site agent to be able to con- correct his issue without going through the troubleshooting protocol? By what means? Magic? Mm-hmm. This made me so mad because I've worked in tech uh-huh. support before. Also, on the phone, they tell you to reboot while you're waiting because that helps probably 75% of the problem. And then to get mad, and then he just goes, Well, I guess I'm just not watching that. Right. The he first thing to you do it. is turn everything off and turn it back on again. You
3: do that before you call, it yeah, saves you don't everyone even get time. get mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> well, he refused to do it, and then he got mad. That the person told him to do it yeah. and it said, well, I could have done that myself, mm. but
1: you didn't, didn't do it yourself. you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> then why did you call? And also, what did he decide he wasn't watching anymore because of it? I don't know. There remember. was some show he wanted to watch on Hulu or Netflix, <laughs> and because or it didn't work, he turned it off and said, I'm just not watching. <laughs> yeah, it's the
3: show's fault. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. On to listener Ellen. This is something that was lost to the lost recap. Ellen says, I'm afraid this time I threw my phone because of Meredith and Hillary's offensive statements about Swiss cheese. Are care. you kidding me? It's still gross. Mozzarella? Mm-hmm. That doesn't even taste like anything. Swiss is far superior. I agree that Andrew's cheese opinions are inconsistent and bizarre, but that opinion was quickly replaced by dismay. When I heard you guys attacking Swiss cheese, <laughs> I'm deeply disappointed.
3: Ellen, I'm so sorry, but it's disgusting and I hate it. Swiss cheese is good. <laughs> Mozzarella is also good. Look, look, there's, there's, place, there's places in the world for people who love it and for people who hate it. In in my case, like, I don't like it at all. But I often get those cheese party platters to go on my black pepper Triscuits. And Gregory's in charge of the Swiss cheese Because he likes it a lot He also likes black licorice So I question his taste But it means that I don't have to eat that stuff And I don't have to feel bad about throwing it away Because I can just put it in his face mm-hmm. makes the world go round Did he have, I, did he have some I sort of like accident I don't like the Swiss cheese his, on, the,
4: on the cheese platter
3: Yeah, his taste buds were severely damaged In a <laughs> Accident I don't know <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen?
4: <laughs> there was throbbing. Oh, there was throbbing yeah. involved in this time. Yeah, we it was an anatomical. I wasn't there. <clears throat> I am, I am in Ellen's corner. But I will say that Swiss cheese can be situational. Like that, the the Swiss cheese on the tray, nah, no good. I'm not just slicing what? Swiss cheese off and, and eating it. It is a uh, great cheese melted into a ham and swiss or a cuban sandwich I mean, we had this discussion on the last show I will totally defend swiss cheese in a melted situation Oh I will have it on a I'm cuban not for that sure. hot on it anywhere else. Yeah, I'll have it on a
3: sandwich. That's that's for sure. I eat- but yes. But I don't I really like it slices plain. from the fridge.
4: I knew I knew we could find some <laughs> pomegranate.
3: I do that with mozzarella and I love the way that it tastes like nothing nope. cuz it kind of tastes like milk. Wouldn't do it.
2: And I like milk. I love mozzarella too. There I mean you can't you can't pick a favorite just like you can't pick a mm. favorite yeah. kid. Yeah. Except
3: you can. I, yeah, usually, <laughs> it is a favorite kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Hillary, get back to us. Let us know which one of your children is your favorite.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. <laughs> Maybe none of them tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> um, all right. the uh, The cyber training led to a lot of uh, throw your phones. Megan's, in particular, Luke's tirade. In the beginning of 2901, with an assist from Andrew about the cybersecurity training that stole three hours from his life really made me vacillate between laughing and throwing my phone. Somehow, he thinks a cybersecurity breach would cost way less than the lost <laughs> hours of APM employees taking the training. He was incensed enough that he went to the website for of the training provider and somehow that the board is full of old white men, like every bo- board in corporate America. Proves his point that it's terrible training. One point that became clear is, if he is this irate by wasting his valuable time with training, he can't fast forward. He will never take the Washington State boater's education course to get legal <laughs> no. on the water. No, no. <laughs> Megan, just looking at this, just. I agree i agree and i we saw him last week he was on the water again and he had his dog out there but i don't think they left the dock <laughs> thank god but someone immediately tried to steal his joy on twitter by saying why why isn't rudy you know vested up um to which i say yes anyone in a boat with luke should be like in a michelin <laughs> man um, yeah. type of flotation device yeah, some sort of bubble vest
5: some water wings or just
4: not on his Maybe boat. an inner tube. Sure, don't skimp. <laughs> right, inflatable raft that you know. Helmet under your under your Scotty vest that you can just mm-hmm. bust out. <laughs> I like helmet. Yeah, Because <laughs> you never know when you'll have you hanging off the you side of the be boat, smashing
2: into a dog. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Justina weighs in on on the cyber training too. I loved how Andrew handled. Luke's IT training rant. Terrible. Thanks for asking. We'll be lucky to have him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it was good. He just listened to him go and then said, Mm-hmm. And this is what we have to do. <laughs> like, this is what you have to do when you work for a big company. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Well, I like the point that Megan made about
5: how ridiculous it is sign your to contract, think that you know that um some sort of cybersecurity breach would cost less money than
2: them putting their Mm -hmm. employees through a three-hour training. Right. Especially when um, Andrew pointed out they're a media company. Right. They're sensitive information. This isn't just like some rando company that makes pencils or something.
3: We have to do this every (laughs) year because we're a (laughs) hospital and we have extremely sensitive information and there are extremely... Uh, Mm -hmm. severe penalties for disobeying these rules. So we all have to know them and it's kind of annoying to do, but like we all have to do it and it's all really important. So we do it and it's once a year. It's fine.
5: Yeah. I think I've seen cropping up more stories. Maybe there's one in the Washington post lately about how a new thing is cyber hostage taking. Yes. So the bad people will get into the system of like a government or a hospital and say, unless you pay us these millions of dollars, we will corrupt or release your sensitive data. Yep. Which we're responsible that's the for. That's retirement plan. Oh, that's a new one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Meredith, can you be our inside person? Yeah, we Mm. need an insider. On the record, we will hack in to the Henry Ford (laughs) (laughs) health
2: system. We just need someone on the inside. We also need someone (laughs) that knows how to hack. Right, that's not me. (laughs)
1: We we have a lot of planning to do.
2: (laughs) I
5: mean, what we really need you for is at a certain strategic point to go down into the server room and like...
1: Mm -hmm pull out a wire and plug in a little oh you know what we used to have the
3: flash drive yeah 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 oh right the one i found in the in the Mm -hmm. in the parking garage um we used to have a server room and they turned it into offices because we have no offices anymore for anybody because we have too many people and not enough space and i have an intern starting on monday and she's in the new server room so i don't know where the servers (gasps) are scoop it out
2: send us some picture oh the old one
3: yeah there's no we, servers. We in need there to anymore. get eyes on that server room. But if it ha- if I find it and it's got a USB <laughs> port, I'll let you know. All right.
0: Yeah. Do you own a headlamp? Not yet. Cause Cause you're probably go to Lowe's have to, soon. The, the lights are going to be off, but you're going to have to see right in front of you. I can type real fast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> don't order the headlamp on Amazon <laughs> because we don't want it to show up on our list. Right. We can't. Right. We oh, can't that's culpability.
4: Back. Yeah, that's true. Right. Oh, Right. All right. Are we ready to get into Australia? Again? Let's go to Australia. Ellen will kick us off. I don't know what I'd want to do with my phone. I'm having a hard time getting excited to hear the guys talk about Australia, knowing they really aren't making much of an effort to connect with listeners there. It's not like I would be able to go either way, but it makes me sad. This podcast started with Jen's mission to cure world loneliness and has had an active uh, listener engagement component. I understand why the guys don't want to hang out on Facebook or LRB since there is some criticism involved, but it seems like they're going to all this effort. It's odd that connecting with listeners is so low on the list of priorities. Do you think this is because of Luke's non-drinking? I think I could understand that. Uh, that's what Ellen had to say, but I don't really no. think that's it. I mean, it's been this way for a while, right? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. We don't know. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, and, yeah. and we don't really have an answer for it. It's disappointing all of us. Like, we wish that they were more engaged with us and with you guys, and they're just not really into it.
5: So, we don't know why. No, it was the same thing on the last one. Yep.
4: They they had dozens of opportunities to meet up with listeners last year um, during their trip. I mean, and the year before that on the RV thing, they met up with a few people, but... Last year, they again made a concerted effort not to meet up with people. Um, but at least then they met up with people at the end who got together to throw that great party. Uh, it's a it's a strange thing. Let me read one more. This one's from um, Shannon. Regarding Friday shows, the Australia 10s suggest a meetup, but the guys don't, quote, have time to meet up with them. During a fundraiser... Uh, in which they are asking for support from their tens. What? Why not in- change your plans to accommodate for your fans? Also, I hope that I never hear Andrew say the words, press the flesh, ever again. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Um, and finally, I was really hoping they were going to say that they would be dedicating 1% of the, profe- of the proceeds of their fund drive to Planned Parenthood. Put your money where your mouth is. Uh, on a positive note, Luke has not been interrupting Andrew so much lately um, yeah dudes this Australia thing I mean I don't want it's worse than I thought it was going to be and I thought it was going to be bad they're just sitting in the car the hotel room and they're calling people in LA for suggestions of things they're not going to do Um, they're going to a a, a small city to podcast from a bar where they can't really say why they're there. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. Yep. It's sad. I'm sad. This whole thing is making me sad. They could and, be anywhere doing what they're doing, and are pointed out by. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
5: On a positive note, Luke's not been interrupting Andrew so much lately. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And do you find that's the case? I know you have a really sensitive radar for that.
5: I think I, I have a really sensitive radar for that because I am a person who gets interrupted. Mm -hmm. So, and it's very frustrating to me. So I do tend to notice that a lot. Um, It's been, it's been better. I would agree with Shannon. I think those first months after Luke quit drinking, Andrew just couldn't get a word in edgewise because Luke had needed so much catharsis. So I can almost understand that better. Um, It's been, it's been okay. It's, it's definitely been worse than it is now. So I would say that it's
0: an improvement.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. I think you've got a couple of emails and that bring the nose up a little bit.
5: Indeed. All right. We'll go with Sam's. She says, hugging the heck out of my phone after writing in earlier this week with a lot of frustration for the guys not touching on the abortion bans and attacks on women's rights. I'm really grateful for them to at least touch upon the topic. I usually identify as an Andrew. But I have some extra appreciation for Luke bringing up the fact that this is not just a violation of rights, but is extremely detrimental to our mental health and feelings of well-being and safety. Would have been great to get into it more, yeah. But just acknowledging what we're going through still meant a lot, as does the humor they bring us every slash most days. I really appreciate (laughs) listener Sarah for bringing it up with them and the dudes for hearing her and considering our situation and feelings. And then, what do you know, we got a throw your phone from Sarah herself, who says, hug your phone. I'm the Sarah that asked Luke and Andrew to talk about the abortion laws, and I thought their response was absolutely perfect. I'd been feeling a ton of anger slash despair over it. Some of you are Facebook friends with me and have seen my posts. I reached out in a moment of being super angry, and I was delightfully surprised when they read my email. Glad you all thought their response was good, too. Yes, very much so. Um, I don't even, I mean, we, obviously they struggle with how much into current events they should get. Mm -hmm. And whether the show should be an oasis from the world or whether they really do need to touch on some things. And we've had some different events That sort of, I guess, demanded it in the end. I mean, things like the 2016 election. How could you possibly sort of pretend that that wasn't happening? But I agree with Sam and Sarah. I think I can't speak for all women, but I think that women in general were really hurt by that ruling. I know I spent an entire session talking about it with my therapist because I just felt so I don't know, defeated by it. Like, I think I said this in in the last recap, but we could have a point in the not-too-distant future where we have a woman who is president of this country who does not have control over her reproductive choices. Mm -hmm. And that is insane to me. And it's not just us not being allowed to make choices regarding having babies or not having babies but it's just that we are still seen as less than and not deserving to make our own decision about our bodies and so I think yeah yeah, this is why this particular decision law what have you just I think hit us all really hard
0: I mean it was technically supposed to get the nose up.
1: <laughs> you tried.
0: <laughs> One last email. You know,
5: it's it's shitty. It's shitty. Sorry, Bobby, but this is a, this is a terrible yes, time.
3: It is you know? it feels terrible. Yeah. It feels oh, yeah. like they we can't be you know, it's it feels like our lives aren't aren't worth anything um because we're baby vessels and even if this procedure, this very safe, very common very 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 normal procedure could save our lives we can't have it
5: yep and i think in a in a broader sense i think the election in 2016 really broke something in me yes yeah because up to that point i don't know if this is just white privilege but like i knew things weren't perfect and i knew that we still had a long way to go for sort of racial justice and uh, making sure that everybody had their appropriate civil rights. But I sort of thought that, you know, at least the bad people were going to die soon yeah. and then we could move on. But this whole thing has revealed that the system is still so rotten and I just don't know what to do about it. I mean, maybe all the marginalized communities can be like, yeah, Anne." Thanks for joining us. Where we've been for a while, but you know, when we get to this next presidential election in twenty twenty, if Trump gets reelected, I honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. The Trudeau
3: delusions I... are going to going to get next level.
5: Yep, for sure. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as we are not taking the nose up on this negativity train when talking about this with my therapist, she said that she thinks if he's reelected in 2020 you're going to see a big increase in suicides.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. Because okay. there
5: are enough people that are just really feeling bad about all of this. So yeah. so
3: please guys yay. go out and vote for anyone but him, please. Yeah.
2: Please. Um, I have three therapists now and um since 2016 <laughs> wow. election and um they have all said that their clients went up like they are completely busy and can't take new new patients because of this. And now I'm on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicine because of all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. And a pretty it's intense awful.
0: popsicle diet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: of course. Don't discount the importance
5: of the popsicle diet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. It's a little anticlimactic <laughs> the last email that's highlighted.
3: Oh, why did I do this? Um this is from listener Amy who says, "There can be internet without wi-fi." dot 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had this thought too. Which they were talking true.
3: about They were talking about how difficult it was going to be to upload the show when they were in Australia where there was not wi-fi and and I, like, there's a lot of places that have internet, but not Wi-Fi. You just have to plug into the thing like it's 1995. Right. It'll be okay.
2: <laughs> well, and yep. they called the bar, the the right. dive bar in the small town <laughs> and asked if they have Wi-Fi. That was the extent of their research on it. Yep. And they said, no. Because it's Which, a dive bar. Oh, no dive bar right. has Wi-Fi. I bet they didn't ask their hotel that they're staying in if it has yeah. internet or not. <laughs> Oh, I think the hotel might be attached to the dive bar. <laughs> right.
0: If they're staying there. That I'll give him credit for. But, uh, you know, maybe I will there's say, a public library.
2: Even as of an hour ago, Luke's been posting pictures of him jogging all over Australia. So it seems that it's going okay. <laughs> yeah. And news update. He saw a wild kangaroo today. with, with oh, the thank oh, thank God. Oh, good. <laughs> he didn't get a picture, though. So... We still don't know if it's true or not.
0: (laughs) I think that's it for the mailbag. Thank you, everyone. Sorry that it took us two months to get through it. We will be better about it next month, probably. Hopefully. I feel so relieved. Yeah, that's quite a backlog. And Mm -hmm. by the way, as if you didn't do enough for this show, including making the run sheet for tonight's show after I didn't do it, uh, thank you for shepherding over the organization of the mailbag as effectively as you do. No problem. Yes. Thank you. We got a question through the AMA site, little slash AMA for all of us. It's a long question. Uh, I think we can do it with a short answer. We're looking for a group consensus here. This is from listener Megan. And she writes, you've established that hotel towels are not for pizza fingers. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good time for me to note that I don't think anyone else has seen this question. Nope. Uh now please set the record straight. Are washcloths a gross American thing? I have always felt like it was less gross to put communal bar of soap on washcloth versus on naked body parts. However, I'm told by my non-originally from America spouse that washcloths are germ cesspools akin to old sponges. What's the LRB verdict?
2: Hmm. I would agree with husband if you don't change it every day. Wouldn't you just yeah change it every day? Don't
3: reuse a yeah. wash. I mean, they're fine, but right out of the washer and dryer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But once you hang them up and then they dry all crusty, I'm just not comfortable mm-hmm. redoing that situation. Mm-mm. And actually, the soap, like bar of soap, um, does not harbor a lot of germs. At all. Yes. Um, I actually read a study about that because I was curious right. about it, and it's totally fine. You you give it a little rinse, and it's 100% fine. It's not it's not gross. You're not going to get sick from it or anything.
0: You don't get really high and wonder what you wash the soap with.
3: Well, it depends on if you're at my house or not.
2: Well, I mean, you're not using the same, like, oh, you poop... You wash your hands with that bar of soap and then take it into the shower with you. No. You're not doing that. No, no, no. Yeah. Soap is clean. You're in the shower in a clean environment. That's my take on
0: it. Yeah. So washcloths, yes, but reusing washcloths, no. No.
2: That's my take. And
5: I would would also add that it is not a dirty American thing because they have them in England for sure. They just call them flannels Mm -hmm. and not washcloths. Right.
4: Right. Mike flannel for your face yes um i just i i just disagree with the with the assumption that we all have agreed that we can't use hotel towels
1: to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, no, no. To to on but, that, no, no that,
4: That's
0: not the question. We need to agree
2: to disagree on this.
0: That's not the question we're here to answer tonight. Mike, are you a washcloth man? Are you a poofy loofah guy? What's your... I, I, I just don't... I don't have time for the
4: washcloth thing. And then, yeah, it creates more laundry. And it's just what... I mean, I, I think Emily's kind of into it. And I've used them before. And it's fine. It's great. But it's more
0: more effort than it's worth yeah I have a poof that I don't use every day but we use body wash I use body wash Trader Joe's tea tree uh, body wash if anyone's interested uh cause I like the tingle and um
5: less interested now
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ever say I like the tingle please
0: uh, yeah <laughs> if, if I, if I use the you know what
4: poof, you mean <laughs>
1: you press I... the
4: flesh down there and get oh. a little tingle <laughs>
1: Oh, no.
0: I just stopped thinking about what Jeremy told us about uh, (laughs) gold bond powder. Uh,
2: No. no. He's not here to defend himself.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, I I make sure I rinse that. He took a great picture, though. I mean, (laughs) I think you only got that.
4: Jeremy pictures. We 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 won't bring those up. There's lots of good Jeremy pictures out there. I feel there. like this mm-hmm. is an HR violation on your Let's part now, Mike.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could get fired.
4: I know. It really is. I'm, I'm really outing my boss just because I'm angry with him about all the work that he's constantly giving me. How dare your boss have you do work? I know. Fuck that guy.
3: Bobby, I'm kind of with you. I've got a charcoal sponge that I use. And as long as it's dried out between uses, mm-hmm. it doesn't harbor grossness. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of think that's okay. But with poofs like you're supposed mm-hmm. to replace like and, and sponges, you're supposed to replace them every I mean it's way more frequently than you'd think like every week or
5: something, which nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that's a big poof.
4: God, Colin yeah. used to have those poofs. And and I would see these poofs because Colin and I shared a shower when he was in like junior high and high school and and uh and that poof i couldn't get further away from yeah it, oh boy not not even gonna not even gonna brush up against that <laughs> i don't I have no idea where that's going or has been nope yeah.
0: okay so wash your damn washcloths
3: i have a, i have a thought though about this like so we can't use hotel towels but what about hotel washcloths for pizza fingers
1: do
5: mm-hmm. you really want to muddy the waters yeah, like this kind in. of
1: kind of i can't That's stop what thinking I would about use. it
2: <laughs> i personally Jeez. say they're okay yeah i think it's Jeez. all right
4: yep yep
2: i've never done it
3: but
5: i'm gonna try next time
3: it's on the pizza
4: finger island right now it's just <laughs> out yeah i know i'm sorry mm-hmm.
3: Anne. I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah.
5: because the last time we talked about this, I thought we were having fun arguing, <laughs> and then Mike <laughs> hit me with a personal insult that was
2: so mean. It was really mean. I said, "I'm done." Yeah, I'm not.
5: This this subject is closed. Why are we going okay. to
4: bring up the, the personal insult again, though?
2: <laughs> oh God, because the wound we're, hasn't we're healed. Just obviously, the topic,
0: not the insult. I'm so glad that Megan brought this up. Okay, Well, Thanks, well, <laughs> Megan. Brian, I'm going to transition. And Megan brought yeah. to picnic planning. Uh, speaking of pizza fingers, something you might have at the LRB picnic. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. What do we need to plan it's for on the, the LRB picnic? <laughs> I
3: don't know, Mike. Um, you need to come up with a with a with a you know potluck list. Rules. Convoluted potluck.
4: Um, I. But are we doing potluck? Because in our chat, everyone clearly
2: hates potluck true yeah um so i have a question okay well first of all i'll have to say that i do have to say that our last two picnics i have been okay with the things that have been brought i probably am the pickiest potluck person and i've been okay with the things that have been
3: oh i think they're delightful. Like people peas, people will like bake cookies and cakes and stuff and mm-hmm. i love it
2: i don't want to discourage and- that Lots of Trader Joe's things that are pack- pre-packaged.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to know about this is whether we should do a live show again.
3: Well, we're going to have like microphone capabilities this time, right?
2: Yeah, and we can do amplified sound i
3: thought that was fun i had had a lot of canned wine though so maybe i'm not the best
2: judge <laughs> really that picture of you yeah i know how do, you, how do they I feel about yachthorn? Well, that was from the bite
3: the boat <laughs> that was a whole different <laughs> oh okay
0: <laughs> i'm pro yacht horn mike i think we know that um hmm. live show i can welcome to R B. Shoreline edition. Uh, yeah, we're, the, the picnic's starting around 5, but we could do a morning zoo if you really want, Mike. Uh-huh.
4: So you could get all the sound effects the out. wet fart noises. I know the ladies mm. love those.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. Uh, Yeah, sure. Mm-mm. And we can have amplification. And there's going to be light this time, right? So we're not going to be trying to pack up <laughs> by our cell phones at dusk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we can have music playing you it's like a weird thing where every 45 minutes you have to not have music playing for 15
3: weird it is is weird weird. but
2: um and it has to be not at a volume that will mess up anyone else's time at the park which it's fine it's away from everybody yeah it's dealing with shoreline parks and recreation or whatever they're called is much easier than uh, Seattle,
3: yeah. As long as we just play that song over and over Good. and over for forty-five minutes, yeah. nobody should have a problem with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, give it fifteen minutes of break and then mm-hmm. right back at it. <laughs> That's like, that actually sounds pretty accurate, Mike. Do you want to um, do you want to think about the, the potluck situation, or well, do you, do you it, off the off no, the? No, no. It,
4: it it sounds like everyone hates entrees. It sounds like everyone hates homemade entrees. We like desserts. I certainly like ice. Um, I know. I know Christy's very much pro ice. Uh, yeah, beverages, desserts. Why don't we provide a couple of different entree options from you know places where people have confidence? Yeah, I get a and I get a this, bean salad just a recipe. You can I've been shoot to... me
0: down. I mean, <laughs> right. Right. So maybe we take some like if
4: you're excited about something and something is your is your thing, you know, bring it for sure. But
2: there's also barbecues we can use in the area.
5: That sounds like a lot of work.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. does. Okay. so are you are you advocating for my favorite potluck method, which is bring whatever you want? Mm -hmm. That's that's what I say. Well, that's what
4: any method that I came up with, that that's what the bottom line would be because nobody wants to figure out, nobody wants to go through the spreadsheet and figure mm-hmm. out what the fuck I'm telling you well, to bring. Well, and be the police Especially when people past show years up. Especially when I wasn't attending. Yeah, you're not even you there
3: know? to enforce your own rules and we have to be like, mm, no, you that, have to leave, sorry.
4: That was my greatest regret yeah. over the last few years was not being able to sit in judgment of, of all wrong dishes. Just tell
0: them nope. You got to go home. Nope. But this, or you can leave this. It looks delicious. But you have to leave. But this year you will be sitting in judgment, and uh, and it will be purely based on your taste and their yes, values. Yes, it will.
4: Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a big eater. I'm not a picky eater. So you know, I want what you guys want, and and you know, clearly, potlucks have touched some of you in bad ways. You know, they they have never touched me in that way, but I I'm like Abby. I had a pretty strong stomach, you know, but but um but some of you have had some very bad potluck experiences, and I'm not surprised given your families. I had a I had a you know I had a pretty <laughs> redneck family myself, but uh but none of us cooked anything. So. Why
2: is he going after our I families?
1: He's <laughs> not, not wrong
4: I in my case, be- but uh right, Christy, no, gonna- you did a whole. You did an episode of your podcast and my <laughs> podcast where you talked about oh, no I one is talking more shit about your family I than have you.
2: stories I'm I'm not what my and, re- main reason for and not And potluck liking, stories My my main reason for not liking potlucks is because I don't eat meat and there can be sneaky meat and I don't want to have to ask anyone what uh, what's right. in this and blah 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 mm. like, like so I just go with what's packaged or with what who i know brought something well
3: and weirdos will be like haha i put beef broth in this and i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna tell her yeah yeah because i don't like it exactly
0: oh yeah that's just i'm just just glad that christy said have put some weed in there. sneaky meat so i know what to write about her in the description for the show (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: that's jeremy's game uh (laughs)
0: Someone cable show? Sneaky meat. Someone's going to get a, a Facebook event up sooner or later, right? I mean, I guess I can do it. I've just been I, – I keep saying we're going to do it, and we haven't done it, but I'll
4: – Yeah,
3: but it's yeah. not until the end of July, right? So we have a little bit of time. Right. Yeah.
0: We told people the important part, which is to book your expensive flights. Oh,
3: yeah. I guess we should mention the date again, right, <laughs> while we're doing this, which is yes. July For... twenty-six.
0: Google calendar. Yep. 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 Got it. July 26th. 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 Five ish PM. Five ish PM. Yeah. Starting with happy hour and we'll just roll from there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any last requests before we, we roll on out with our housekeeping.
2: Nope. I don't think so.
0: Christy, it's all yours.
2: Okay. Housekeeping. So, um, Contact me for the archive project And what I've decided And um, listen to earbuds and earworms It's called Song of France But I'm calling it Songs of Freedom um, and, um, <laughs> Or Freedom Songs, whichever you want um, I've decided to not um, Sell our stuff this week Just because you should be giving your money To TBTL But look at our Website starting June 1st Because there will be Some amazing sales That's it.
5: All right. If you'd like to get involved with the show, you can visit that website at LittleRedbandwagon.com. You can send us a throw your phone or a hug your phone. Both are welcome at throwyourphone dot com. You can come see us on Facebook. I am boycotting the stents page right now because I cannot take all the breathless Australia talk, but I will be back there next week. Uh, The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us anything longer at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com voicemail or text us at 802-432-TBTL that's 802-432-8285 and please fax us your butt at 617-354- 8513 and with that this was some show guys
0: (laughs) That's one way to put it. It's definitely a show. (laughs) Christy,
2: Christy, can you get us out of here?
4: Very
0: special episode.
2: Sure. Until next time, this is the next party.
4: We love you, Jen.
1: Nailed it. Church